This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com slash ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com slash ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal, but I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to the iFanboy 2006 Year-End Roundup, sponsored by GeekArmor.com. Yeehaw! We're doing it all. Hey, welcome to the iFanboy.com 2006 year-end roundup. My name is Josh, and I'm here with Connor. Howdy. 
And Ron. Yeah. And iFanboy.com. You normally know us for liking comics, which we read and do our Pick of the Week podcast, and that's all fun and well and good. You can go to the website and talk about comics there. But we're also rabid media consumers. We watch in the movies and the TV and media music. Horrors, and I would even say. We're whores. And uh, last year we did it, and this year we're going to do it again. We're going to talk about the stuff that's stuck in our heads from 2006, and that includes movies and TV and music and even IPTV, which is kind of like TV but not the same. And we might even, if you stick around to the end, we may mention comics. We have a thing for them. I don't know. And like normal, we are going to talk about stuff that we've seen, so maybe if you haven't seen any of this stuff, something could get spoiled. Uh... So be warned. Be warned. Me hearties. It's fine. We're not going to ruin all the movies for you. Right, we yeah. won't do that. But yeah. uh, She's a dude! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. That was like 12 years ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Way more than 12. It's 91, 92. If, if you sing that, do we have I'm to pay for it? <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, so, God. Um, we have a whole lot of stuff to we do. We do. It's going to be a long show. So buckle, uh, buckle up. It's going to be a... Uh, buckle in? Uh, buckle in. It's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently we're cliched yes. now. So um, let's talk about movies first. Yippee! <laughs> let's, let's let's get excited about movies. Yippee! Ki- it, it, was a, it was overall it was a rough year to get excited about movies. Cause, was it? Well, I think that whenever when we all looked at everything that came out this year to go back, we hadn't seen a lot of well, movies. We made come. this point in the show last year. We're making it again this year. We don't go to movies as much as we used to. I right. we, last well, year I went to a lot of movies. This year Connor went to more movies than any of us, which is a shock. How many did you go to? Fourteen or fifteen? I went to fourteen. I recounted. I, I think out of all of them that came out, I saw about 12 of them. 13, I just saw one today. No, 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 that's wrong. I've seen... We, we got a list of all the movies that came out this year, and I saw 15 of the movies, only nine at the theater. Ah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, you know, DVD... Netflix. Land, Netflix. But Net- just the, overall, it, it used to be that every weekend you could look and try to find something to go see. This year, there were a lot of bare weekends dirt, where I, yeah. I didn't want to go see anything. But that didn't mean there wasn't some good stuff. Yeah, no. I mean, I think I think the the I'm a discerning moviegoer. I get I get not by you guys, but some of my other friends make fun of me because they would say I never not like movies. But because I don't go to movies that I might not like, like I don't take risk on going to the movies. Like I do a lot of research, I read a lot of reviews, I make sure I'm going to like the movie before I go see it. So ultimately, I walk out of the theater liking the movie. Whereas, whereas Connor refuses to listen to reviews. If I tell him reviews about it, he goes, I don't care. Yes. Uh, no one else has my opinion, so. I no, no, I think that's fair. No, but I mean, like the thing is, no, like, that's just, the that's thing is, like, if it's between going to see, you know, Clerks two or Saw three, like I'm not even bothering with Saw three because I don't like that genre. I don't like those type of movies, you know. Yeah. But like, even though Fred Topol does, I like <laughs> kind of movies like that, you know. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about specific movies now, why don't we? All right. Well, so, let's talk about the big events. Um, it was a, it was a banner year for for comic. Based material, I yeah. guess you could say, um, and we already did long reviews on X three and Superman Returns, and we did talk about Viva Vendetta for a while, but those did all come out this year, and that is significant. And if you go back in our feed, um, you can see those episodes. Yeah, you can, or you can go, you can go to our podcast page, and you can you can look at them directly. Um, where we Superman Returns, good, X Men United, bad, and awful. we were all in 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 uh, agreement in agreement on that. Um, and I gotta tell you, six months later, X three still stays. Did you see you it, saw it again? No, I haven't. No, okay. well, you did you count that wait, plane ride? Wait, wait, wait. Oh. We were wait, okay. So, so here's here's a, here's a little anecdote. Connor and I were flying back from San Francisco, and um, we got on the plane, and they announced it. And the in-flight movie this week is X Men Three: The Last Stand. <laughs> and I was about six rows in front of Connor, and I stood up and turned around and just made a face. I went, huh? Like, <laughs> tilted our head. Neither of us watched it. 
I did not. I, I didn't watch it. Yeah. Yeah, so. Did, let me ask you a question. The DVD, yeah. ca- DVD came out. No, I haven't bought it. Hey! Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. He said I haven't bought well, it. Because it came out during the Christmas. It came out during this Christmas. You're going to buy it. Yeah, I probably will. Why? Because it's the fucking yeah, Would you watch it? Yeah, I'll watch it again. I'll watch it with a fine tooth comb. Actually, I'm really interested in Rantner's commentary. To be honest with you, from like a like the same reason why I was interested in Schumacher's commentary. On Rent it, he gets less money, and they're less likely so. to make another one. Oh, I would like another one, not with him though. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're gonna make another one with him. Uh, okay, um, but one of the things I wanted to sort of get in with these movies is like, how do you feel about them? I guess since then, have you thought about it anymore? Have you seen either of you watched Superman again? Yes, you have. Mm-hmm. I haven't. You have? Yeah. When did you watch Superman? Uh, I say it like he's cheating on me. He got it. It means he picked it up. Did you buy it? No, I rented it. Oh, oh. interesting. Yeah. Where'd you rent it? And it holds up for you? Yeah. Because one of the things that I've noticed is that Superman, since it's come out, when it first came out, the first week, everyone was like, oh, it was fun, it was great. Since then. I disagree with you. I I remember the reaction being very mixed in the beginning. It was half and half, but lately, since then, the only thing I've heard from Comicdom a lot is that not so much. People. I've heard a little bit of that. I've heard a little bit backing down from how great it was. Right, because they're like, he didn't fight a lot in it or whatever. and. you know, I still remember it was one of the favorite movies that I saw. It was the one movie that I know I walked out of this year. I walked out of the theater and I was like, that was so much fun. I had a great time. You see, now, that's the thing is that, like, is like, I think this year because of Superman and X3, like, I've been able to separate the actual movie going experience from the quality of the movie. Like, because Superman gave me chills and we enjoyed it. We had a great time going to see it and all stuff like that. And maybe it doesn't hold up in the later viewing. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't put that past it. But that doesn't change. How many viewings did you give in the theater? Um, I think I saw it three times in the theater. Really? Yeah. I only I saw it at least one. two. Wow! So I went with my parents, you know, oh, no, my dad. I didn't know. Uh, that. Three times, three yeah, times. Yeah. yeah. So well, well then that that should hold up. Yeah, Although I saw the up. Phantom Menace ten times in the theater. Well, yeah, but that was a different age. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even remember that summer. Do you remember it was episode three that we tried to see, like five times in one day? We had this whole plan. Yeah. <laughs> Did we do it or no? No, we, we had oh. to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a couple right now, by the oh, way. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway. Not together. Um, no, it was like uh, we we. We saw it at midnight, and then we were going Another big comic movie was V for Vendetta. Now, have you guys gotten a chance to see it? I, still, oh, I saw it. Definitely. I have not seen it. Oh, okay. I would like it for Christmas if anyone in my family is listening. I, I oh, wait, this is a post-Christmas. It's oh. out in the living room. Oh, yeah. Which didn't break the embargo because it was a Hanukkah present from my wife's, from nice. my wife's mom. Nice. Very good. It was within the... Uh, v for Vendetta. You know, it's funny. I walked out of the theater, and I didn't like it so much. But in retrospect... I, I, I wanted to obviously I had it I wanted to watch it again because I think that I was too I was, hard on it I was too hard on it I was too close to the source material you have to separate it from the source material I realize this now it, it stands up on its own as a movie mm-hmm. if you didn't have the book like for like not like from hell not like Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen which are bad movies and yeah. bad adaptations this is a good movie you just have to forget the fact like, that like um, a lot of other I mean I'm not going to put it in the same league but like The Shining Shining right. has nothing to do with the book right um but, but it, it's a, it's a it's a good enough movie. Gordon in turn loved V for Vendetta, by the way. Like it was one of his favorite movies this year. So, and I can see why. And yeah. if I hadn't read the book, I think that I would I would have. Yeah, well, he read the book. I mean, I made him read the book before he saw the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, it was, oh. yeah. if if you weren't listening to the show back then, I'm uh, that's probably one of my favorite one of my favorite Alan Moore stories. Definitely, that's good. It's quality. It's real good. It's quality. Yes. Another event movie which um, Ron did not see, but Casino Royale, the Bond reboot. Connor and I were arguing over who would get to hang out with Daniel Craig if he ever showed up because we both love him so much. Probably neither of you. No, probably not. Uh, but probably like, me because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> this movie it was awesome. I, I, I listen. I, I my my. 
caveat to that is I'm not a huge Bond fan. I have, Except you've got a James, big James Bond statue. I have, right I, have Sean, <laughs> I have Sean Connery over there. That's different. But I mean like... I'm a huge Bond fan. When the movies come out... Who was I the will, first Bond? Sean Connery. Sean Connery. No, there was the guy before no, him. No. George Lazenby. The no, he was after no, he, Sean Connery. Yeah, he, won. Yeah. Um, he was good, right? That one movie was good. He yeah. wasn't The movie was not that good. good. Uh, I mean, he wasn't the good. The movie was very good. Uh, good script. Uh, same thing with uh, one, the one of the Timothy Dalton Timothy Dalton, ones. yeah. I, thought, I like Timothy Dalton, though. A View to a Kill? License to Kill. License to Kill. License to Kill was the worst one. A View to a Kill Living, was a, Living no, that, Daylight was a very song. good Bond movie. The that's song Roger is Moore. A View to a Kill in License to Kill. No, A View to a Kill was Roger Moore. Oh, it was? Yeah, yeah. It was Duran Duran. Yeah. Grace Jones. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, can, anyways, the kind of Bond fan I am, like when they come out, I go see them in the theater. I don't buy them. I don't watch them again. I didn't even see the. I didn't even see the last Goldeneye. Pierce Brosnan one. Really? I usually I love, go see. Them. I love Bond. I, I didn't see that one because I yeah. got fed up with those those superhero. Some with Halle Berry, right? No, it was one with Denise Richards. Um, um, she's my cousin. Anyway, this movie is. No, she's not. Is the. I don't. It's. I don't want to say it's the best Bond movie. But it's up there, and it's the best one in a long time, because they they got away from the wacky. There were still some quips, there were some things, but it was an action movie. It was about if you were this kind of spy, what you would actually be like. Have you read the books? No, but that's what the books are like. Yeah, I've here. read the book. I've read not all the books, but that, that's that's the Bond from the books. It's, it's the Daniel Craig Bond. There there are some scenes in this movie though that are like they were actually. I don't want to say revolutionary, but they were just really good scenes from movies. And I say that because a lot of times you were like, it was good in the context of a Bond movie. But at the same, there were action movies, movie. there were action scenes in this movie that, like, they stood out in the way that, that Hong Kong action movie scenes stand out. Like, in that sense. Like, the athleticism and the special effects going together, like, everything working together in a way that you're watching it and you're seeing something that is like, wow, I, I can't believe I'm looking at this. In a way that's different than when you watch, say, Lord of the Rings or something, you look at those special effects and you're like, I can't believe I've seen this. The stunt guy in the first scene of Casino Royale. Yeah, the street, street racing. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was absurd movie making. It, and it was actual believable acting. Yeah. From Daniel Craig. Exceptionally good. Um, there's also a scene in there. It was one of the most uncomfortable scenes I've ever watched. The torture. Yeah, the torture scene. Oof. I heard about it. Yeah, I heard, yeah, I heard this in balls. Some, yeah, um, some nuts get whacked. Yeah, I just had no desire to see it. I don't like Bond. Uh, not that I don't like him. I just have no I, I, no traction. So, uh, if you, yeah. I would give it a shot. This movie more like, than the others is, a, is you don't have to be a, into Bond. This is almost I like it's not Bond. I like the billboards a lot, though. <laughs> I thought they were nicely designed. But uh, I didn't want to go see the movie. Another movie, this is one we actually all saw together, which is a rarity. Is uh, it's the only one on the list. And no, it's not. Superman. We didn't all see that together. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. I lived in California oh. earlier in the year. Oh, right. You see, it's like you're here, and it's like you've been here the whole time. Yeah. That's why, yeah. The Departed, Martin Scorsese, Jack Nicholson, Matt Damon, If I could, Caprio. If I could marry a movie, I would marry this movie. That's kind of extreme. It was good. I'll give you I that. This, this I might go out on a couple of dates with it, but, I mean, and I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm a big Scorsese fan. Now, keep in mind, but, you know, nothing will ever be. Thank you. Nothing will ever be as good as, as the Uncanny X Men from Byrne and Claremont. Nothing will ever be as good as Goodfellas. So this is in, this is in comparison. To my my thing. Listen, that's Ron's the, the Goodfellas is the most watched DVD I have. I put it on very frequently. When there's nothing going on. You just have it on the background. I watch Goodfellas all the time. I know every. Actually, we were at that bar the other night. And we were just playing in the background. I was like, I, that's, that's a good. Bar. I, li- I live down the street from where they shot his childhood home. I'm so excited. I haven't walked over there yet, though. It's not. It's, it's just a house. It doesn't matter. I know. Yeah, it's awesome, it's, though, it's yeah. across the street from Tootie's cab stand. It's awesome. Um, but the, the, the Departed was good. It was, oh, yeah. This was the best Scorsese movie we've seen in a, in a long, long time. time. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I liked Gangs of New York, but really as a whole movie, it didn't hang together. Uh, the Departed did. The Departed definitely did. It, it was long as fuck. I didn't even notice it. I didn't it. feel it. Feel I it felt it. I felt it. I felt it. But it was good. It was good. I think it's early, early runner-up. Early contender for film, film of the year. Yeah, it's I close. Would, I it's would my say two. So. It's my number two of the year. Um, excellent performances in it. I can't stand Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't he was like awesome him, and he was really good. Um, Matt Damon playing a bad guy. Best, best actor in the whole movie, though. That we're all in agreement on. I believe. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Best supporting nod. If he doesn't get nominated for best supporting for this movie, I will. It's a crime. Even, even he was fantastic. Even Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, who's going to actually get the, the supporting nod? I think is he? Yeah, his character read. didn't really. But apparently, everybody really? loved it. Yeah, I didn't. I, uh, but his character wasn't really. It was a side character, not even supporting. Supporting character. I'm going to Martin Sheen in that was just fantastic. Yeah, was great. Yeah, everybody was awesome. Everybody yeah, was I great. mean, there wasn't a weak point. Except, uh, I didn't like the Jack girl. Nicholson. I didn't like the woman. No, he was good. Jack Nicholson was good. It was even okay. He channeled a little Napier. Yeah, he, he did. He did. Well, You're he, right. I don't but, think that's true. But he's Napier is Jack. Jack. Yeah. Jack he's, he's, yeah, but when, when you hire Jack Nicholson, you've got to you've yeah. got to channel. You've got to hire Jack. You get Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I didn't like the chick. I didn't like the girl. But that's just me. So. Well, that's a Scorsese yeah. female role, but never really good. Yeah. No, but I didn't like the actress. I didn't. I don't know the role. I don't care. I, I thought the role was fine. I didn't like the actress. She, you know what she looked like? She looked like she lived in Boston, though. Yeah, that's true. Casting wise, like she really like she reminded me of a girl from Boston. Yeah. So, uh, but huge, hugely thumbs up from all of us. I yeah, yeah, definitely. Go definitely see it if you were thinking about it. But like, you need us to tell you that. <laughs> um, another. Let's go with a different. Uh, <laughs> a little different direction. Yeah, let's go with a completely different direction. The indie darling of the year. I'll go as far as to say the overrated indie darling of the year. I was wondering about it. I enjoy, we're talking about Little Miss Sunshine with um, Greg it. Kinnear, Steve Carell. Um, what's her name? Tony Collette mm-hmm. um, about the little girl and the A- family. Alan, Alan Arkin. Who Alan Arkin, who was great. Awesome he was really in good that in movie. I thought it was good. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was good, but in the same way that do you remember when Garden State came out? I was going to say the same thing. And in Garden State, Natalie Portman makes Zach Braff listen to The Shins, yeah. and she's like, "You have to listen to this. It'll change your life." Well, the Shins are good. The Shins aren't changing anybody's life, though. Little Miss Sunshine was good. It didn't. It wasn't the best indie movie I've ever seen in the, in the world. You know? No, like, but was, I think in a year where there wasn't a lot of stuff, you know, this stood out because I hadn't seen a lot of movies like this this year, and I really enjoyed it. And it was a very nice story, the, like beginning, middle, and end. It, it fit. It works as a package. Um, it, it was a little simplistic, really. Yeah, it was very simple. You know, man, yeah. But at the same, it was, there was it was really funny. It there was, were good moments. There was really great moments, and I, I do think it's the same thing with Garden State. Like you walked out of Garden State, and you were like, "Oh, that was awesome." They were speaking to me. It was whatever. Same thing with this movie. But then like, you go back later, and you don't really want to watch Garden State again for some reason. Oh, oh I love Garden State. Yeah, I I love Garden State. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I walked out a little in the sunshine, going, "Oh, that was good." It no, I, re- yeah. I dug it, uh, yeah. but I don't feel I don't feel like it's going to hold up for me. Let's talk about Stranger Than Fiction. Then. Yeah, well, conversely, I mean, like I, I draw the compar- I'm the only one out of the three of us who saw Stranger Than Fiction, right? Yes. And that was I, I became aware of it when when Connor sent the trailer. He emailed the trailer out to the three of us, and we all seemed really interested. Will in Ferrell, Will, uh, um, Emma Thompson, Thompson, Dustin Hoffman, um, and Maggie Gyllenhaal. Right. Um, and just real quick plot synopsis, and I'm not giving anything away. Will Ferrell plays a boring IRS agent. And he starts to hear a voice, and it's Emma Thompson's voice, who happens to be a writer who's in the process of writing a book about Will Ferrell, and she's narrating his life, and she doesn't. She thinks she's writing a book, but it's actually a real person, and her book is going to have his the character quote unquote die, and but Will Ferrell is the real person, and he doesn't want to die, 
And so he tries to figure out. He goes to see a psychiatrist. He thinks he's schizophrenic, but he's like, no, I'm not schizophrenic. So he goes to see Dustin Hoffman, who plays a literature professor, and he tries to help him to figure out what kind of story he's in. And then he meets Maggie Gyllenhaal, and it becomes a love story. But what was great about it was that the feeling that Little Miss Sunshine was described as you walk out like a feel-good movie. Like, you walk out feeling great and optimistic. Mm -hmm. Stranger Than Fiction gave me chills at times because it was so honest and it was so like in walking out of it I never felt more optimistic uh, more optimistic or anything like it really moved me I mean it was a really because he, he basically Will Ferrell's character goes through this transformation of solitude boring lonely life to love to living to really knowing what it's like to live um, and, it, and it's interesting the guy who directed it there was really great use of uh, visual effects like because he's, um, he's an IRS agent so one of the jokes was how he, how he counts so he's like counting the number of brush strokes while he's brushing his teeth and he counts the number of steps of the bus thing they did this great thing with graphics where they overlaid it so there's actually graphics of the, tooth, of the toothbrush in his mouth count and a counter and like they laid out a map of his steps to count the steps like a really interesting use a different use of it mm-hmm. but what's interesting in the first half of the movie when it's boring it's, it, his life is boring and very like you know, kind of plain. All of the sets and all the shots are very square, very kind of rectangle. And once he meets Maggie Gyllenhaal and starts to fall in love and becomes into this real life, it becomes rounded. Like in her, she, she's a baker, she's a bakery. The window of her store is a circle. Like it's these little visual touches that make So you, she's a hobbit? No. But, um, but it, was, it was just really, really well done. If you ask me that, I mean, I don't know if it was an indie movie or not, but it was definitely under the radar and it blew Little Miss Sunshine away if I had to compare those two. Mm-hmm. And it, by the way, it made me fall in love with Maggie Gyllenhaal. Like she was, you didn't like her before, right? I didn't like her before at all, yeah. And then like I was like, oh my god. I was like, yeah, it was just awesome. It was, and it was just honest. It was real, and, you know, I, and that's something I like. I like sincerity. I like mm-hmm. you know, kind of that feeling. But um, it blew me away. I totally didn't. I saw it by myself in Chicago. I was like mm-hmm. in, in a, like a four o'clock movie. Uh, he wrote us an email, a yeah. long one. This yeah. is the greatest thing ever. And he doesn't usually do that, and which immediately turned Josh off. Yeah, I did. <laughs> we have very different tastes sometimes. And but like, it was really good. It was really really good. So I don't not believe you, but I have to see it first. Yeah, yeah. Um, I strongly encourage. It, it can, I will say I was going to see it. But it came out while I was moving across right. the country, and that I missed a lot of stuff. No, I don't go to it, didn't. it came out in November. Yeah. I saw it in Chicago in November. Yeah. November? Yeah. 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 It's recent. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, but, <laughs> cut, that, <laughs> cut that part. <laughs> One thing that I wanted to bring up, uh, and I don't know if Connor saw it, but uh, Ron did. saw Clerks 2. Yes. Well, we, we saw, saw it together. You, oh, yeah, saw, you yeah, both yeah. saw it together. Because we both lived in New York, and so we do things. And now that you're here, you can come to the movies with us. <laughs> if I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we also bore it. We're not going to talk about that, but we saw it. So well, that we nice have to. Fun. No, whatever is bored. It doesn't have to be talked about again. It's fantastic. Not so much. Really? No, I'm joking. When he made All right, movie. Clerks 2. Clerks 2. Josh, you have a strong opinion about it. Well, you watched it on DVD. I did. I saw it. And a we week actually or saw it in the ago. theater. I was so, like, I was just watching this and I, I just felt like you never have a really good friend in high school and then you go back and he's doing the same thing that he was doing then, like in Garden State. <laughs> and, and But I was just like, I felt bad for Kevin Smith. Not because he was doing the same thing that he'd always been doing, but because. He said quite emphatically that I'm done with all these, and then he still went back. Yeah, well, and it's... and uh, you know, like the 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 overall feeling I had to it, there was funny bits. Don't get me wrong; like he's a funny guy, he writes well, but I I really started to think that this is all he can do. And and second of all, everybody just felt way too old in that movie. And Rosario Dawson came off as the best actor in the world because what it, Brian O'Halloran is not. Well, yeah, well that's the thing. I mean, like we walked out of it and. I enjoyed it. I mean, I had a good time at it. Right. Uh-huh. You know, there were things that made me laugh about it, but I agree. Like, like I think it, we gave it like a solid C. I, I would give like a B minus or so. But like, I I think that it, he should have kept it in black and white. 
and he should have kept it in 16 millimeter because it's soft focus. Exactly, because <laughs> Brian O'Halloran and Jeff Anderson need it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the point that you made about Rosie, Rosie uh, Rosario Dawson is—I was going to say Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, Rosario Dawson is absolutely correct. Like we walked out of that movie, and remember, I was like, "She was great. She's gorgeous. She's such a good actress." Da, da, da. And then I was like, "Wait a minute. Is she just looking like she's a good actress because everyone was so bad around her?" And she I is think actually that's really good. good. I don't know if she's really twenty-fifth hour. I haven't seen that. She's a good actress, but Uh, I think overall just the feeling is that it just shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's hard because now if this is a cover story, I'll give him all the credit because he's got the sympathy for me, but he claims that he promised Muse that if Muse got clean, they'd make another movie. And and can I just say that Muse, like, it's ridiculous to say he's a better actor now than he used to be, but he's a much better actor now. Best scene of the movie is the the Goodbye Horses, Sansa the Lamb scene. You know what? Best, I I was dying. That you have a thing for that. Yes, well, I'm not just me. I'm not alone. That was was the best scene. Uh, yes. No, but he like Ooh. you've heard all those stories about him. Like you can tell how you, he used to be shy, yeah. and now like he he's not, and he and like I know that like he's clean now, and he's off heroin, so you feel better about it. Yeah. But at the same time, like he's supposed Kevin Smith's supposed to be a better director now, and he's all of the, he's gotten is really hacky. Well, my, well like my, like my just my one yeah. example of that is the scene they go up on the roof to learn how to dance, yeah, and good. there is. A, like, I, listen, I could fall in love with her from watching her dance on the rooftop, yeah, too. Geez. But they did a slow push into Brian O'Halloran sitting there with fucking doe eyes. And I was just like, oh, I know you have a hard on for John Hughes, but this is ridiculous. Well, that's why I don't know how much is Smith versus the guy, the, the DP, who mm-hmm. was the guy who did Clark. So I'm not sure if he's actually any good. But, yeah, I mean. It but, just didn't have any of the nihilism that made us love Clark. Well, that, that's the thing is that, like, what I think He's was, gotten so soft in his own and, that, and I understand that. No, I, just, what, I mean, I just, he shouldn't make the movie. What, I, what I think is that he turned a corner, I think, with Dogma, where he invented this little universe that mm-hmm. no longer, like, clerks and mall rats could exist in our universe. Like, that was believable, it was plausible. Not even chasing rats, Amy. Mall rats was, was well, well, yeah, they, yeah but, but, even, but even chasing Amy, you know. But at Dogma, when he started introducing the movie shit, and Jay and Silent Bob, it no longer felt, it felt like this parody-esque universe. Mm-hmm. And it felt separated. Yeah, that's true. And Clerks 2 was deeply planted well, that in was, that. Well, that was Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back put that over, over the edge. Right. Yeah, Jay, exactly. Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back was the ending. It should have been. should have been. And listen, I watched that movie and I was like, aha, it's stupid and it's funny and it's great. And the joke went on too long. That, that said, Clerks 2 DVD is still on my Christmas list. That's the last word this year. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It would make, at some points made me laugh. And you're right. I agree with you. It's kind of like, oh, that's, that's too bad. But whatever. You buy everything. No, I don't. I, 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 my, my, my DVD buying has gone way down yeah. now. So oh, yeah, mine too. But I'm, I'm more discerning. But like the thing, I mean, like it was enjoyable. It was, you know, okay. like it wasn't awful. So. Um, I, I don't. Uh, I guess I'll bitch about a movie really quick. I want to dis- the worst, most disappointing movie that I saw this year. And I don't think either of you two saw it because I no. either you weren't going to or I weren't. I really wanted to, it. and then you ruined it for me. No, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Emilio Estevez's Bobby. Yeah. By the way, it's it sounds supposed to be an Oscar contender, like, and it fucking well shouldn't be. <laughs> I I like I've never seen a movie that like had so much talent in it and was so like he Estevez just doesn't have the chops for this. Wow. I mean, basically, like, it was a lot of platitudes and a lot of big general characters playing these things and doing speeches and saying scenes. And the most interesting part of the movie, by far, were the archival clips of Bobby Kennedy speaking. Which is ironic, because you could just go to work and watch those, because you they're <laughs> act- <for> a news footage company. <laughs> they're actually owned by CBS. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, but... I just, like, me and my wife both walked out of the movie just like, what a waste of our time that was. It was like, it was, it was a perfect example of a Hollywood pet project gone wrong. Like, yeah. it, like listen, he had the, the passion behind it and the whole thing, and he was trying to say something about human... It was just so ham-fisted, and 
he just did not have the skill to pull it off, and it just it was not worth the time. I'd have rather seen a documentary on that day. Easily. I can guarantee you that when I rent it, I will enjoy it. Because you're, you're well, you got a hard on for the game, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I, no, I, I do too. Listen, no, after no, that, not not, not like him. Like Listen, him. but I came home though, and I watched Thirteen Days again, and I watched JFK again, and I was like, oh, that's good. Thirteen Days is the Costner one, right? Yeah, it's very it's good. Awesome, it's a good, great movie. It's really Costner. good. Although he's a supporting character. Yeah, yeah, he is. It doesn't matter. Tainted Dance of the Wolves. Uh, Dance of the Wolves is a great movie. Fuck you. <laughs> fucking shouldn't have won. It was a great movie. It I, but it. I shouldn't wanted to won. watch it. I watched the trailer for it and I thought that's a movie that's been made for me Dance because of the I love. Oh, we're sorry. We're talking about Dance of the Wolves. <laughs> no, Bobby. No, I, I, I remember seeing the trailer and I thought the same thing. Oh, I that's the kind of movie I, I love. Period piece. I love American history, and ugh, it just yeah. it, it has nothing to do with that. Is the thing. Yeah. Well, fucking Ashton Kutcher is in it. Yeah, you see, that's yeah, you see, that's that's. A it, was a, it was a Hollywood, yeah. like like. Let's who see who else we can invite. It's a circle jerk. It was a, it was a circle jerk yeah, exactly. Yeah. So wow, this is a really trashy episode. Yeah. Um, let's bring it down a notch and talk about something a little more um, um, real, uh, an inconvenient truth. Not a lot of documentaries this year. Not a lot of documentaries. Um, I actually watched this today. Okay, because <laughs> we were going to talk about it, or no, just happened oh, just to happened pop to up in the Netflix today. Um, I saw it this summer in the theater. And now yeah, that also caused another long email from the you. other did it, email. Did it really? you sent two emails this year. One was one was oh, wow, Strange Fiction, the other was Inconvenient Truth. Really? And and really like you guys don't know Ron at home. He sent us an email about an Al Gore movie on global warming and I, and I nearly fell over. <laughs> did I? I don't yeah, remember. I mean, I'm not, I'm not totally saying that, you, that you're a right winger, but compared to me and Connor. You are farther along the spectrum than we are. I, I don't understand how I have this reputation of being. Anyway, by the way. <laughs> We're getting political now. I, I, if Al Gore had made this movie in 2000, he would have won the president's election. I swear, to, I swear to God, this movie was. I mean, it was just it was done so. He well. couldn't make it. Had made this movie. Yeah, no, he losing, have, yeah. losing, he freed, had, losing, freed him to be this. The man. Yes, yeah, exactly. he had to have lost that to become the person who made this. Right, and the thing is, is that for those of you who don't know, it's the it's the documentary about global warming. Um, with layered in bits about Al Gore's life, which I've which, heard of the bad parts. I could have done with that. I could have yes, done with that. But they're actually fairly competent metaphors. And what he's doing is trying to say, like, this, I'm not going to get it's the, away it's by the, this. It's the personal. Like, it's, you, what he says we're is like, on this he almost lost his son. And that made him realize that, you know, you can lose things that you take for granted. So every time somebody says, oh, it's the planet, it'll be fine. Yeah. You could lose, and like I, I get that, right. you know. But I thought the the presentation itself, his global warming presentation, was fantastic. Yep. The man is funny. He mm-hmm. explained it in a way that an idiot could understand, and the, the science makes sense, and it adds up, and it just packed. And you walk out of that movie, and what's great was the end credits. The end credits were the the coup de, the coup de grace of the movie because they walk out. They were designed C'est so coup well. De gras. Coup de gras. They were they were designed so well, and the animation was so well, and it ends with. Okay, now you get up and go tell somebody to see this movie. You get up and, and you do and something. And it was, I mean, I, I ran out of the movie to write that email, yeah. which I don't remember. You writing, did it. I did um, it. Yeah, and, I did my part. And uh, one of the one of the other things I actually avoided seeing this movie for a while. I really wanted to, but I was Apparently like, if I suggest something, you avoid it. No, I didn't avoid it. I didn't avoid it for that. I avoided it because it was one of those things. Like, you know, when like Schindler's List came out, and you're like, I know I have to see it, yeah. but. I don't really want to feel bad. Right. And one of the things about this movie is that I watched and I walked, I didn't feel bad. Right. Oh, yeah, At no. the end, he goes, we can fix this. Yeah. We have the technology to fix it. It's, it's absolutely fixable. He also, uh, there are, I mean, he's Al Gore, so obviously this is 
uh, there's people who like them, people who don't. Right. I However, was in a don't like them camp. I know yeah. well, this is and what I'm talking what about, about. Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but he, his, he, it's not a partisan argument. No, and yeah. he also goes on to very compellingly make the case that there are people out there who say that the science isn't behind this. The science is behind. Yeah, this. totally. You, ca- you can't deny that people who aren't like he, he very. Oh, we're gonna get letters. And that's fine. Well, listen, <laughs> don't argue with us. Watch the movie and have your own opinion. Somebody but you I should watch. You should watch the movie. Yeah, no, you have to watch the movie, and and and, it, and honestly, if it was you can great. watch the movie and, and and still say it's all BS, then you know that's your that is your opinion. And to you do. and Carl Everett can go sit somewhere else and live <laughs> in your little bubble of a world. But I, if nothing else, you've got to appreciate the effort that went into it, and it's very heartfelt. Oh, it was great. It was. I mean, it was great. I mean, and, uh, and you don't walk out feeling like oh we're fucked. And I've seen other movies like this where you walk out feeling oh I'm fucked. Right. No, no. It was it was it was optimistic. X Men Three wasn't that the Yeah, exactly. It was optimistic. And I was, was pro- thinking of the corporation. It but was optimistic and it was proactive. And there's a very cute girl in the audience at the very beginning. Let's talk about a movie I've seen. Okay. Shall we? Yeah. I'm feeling left out. Hollywood Land. This was while I was moving. Yes. yes. I couldn't yes. see it. I'm glad. I wasn't sure if I was going to see this in the theater. And then I'm Ron glad. and I went on another movie date and saw Hollywood Land. This is how, this is apparently the theme of the show. <laughs> Connor and I have an announcement to make. No, no. Uh, well, no, and no. we saw the next one on the list together, too. We did. No, but there was a girl. We, we went with a, there was a girl at that one, too. We went to Carrie. That's, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, it was a buffer. It was a female yeah. buffer. But no, but, but Hollywood, if I believe, if I remember correctly, she it was, was one she-beard. Of, it was one of those su- summer nights. I was like, what are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> and we're just like, let's go to the, the movie. The sky was electric and your skin was glistening. <laughs> And the right amount of lube, and it was just <laughs> <laughs> no. But anyway, um, we had nothing to do. We, we had said, nothing Let's to go do. See Hollywoodland, yeah, it's, it's comics, it's Superman, and you posted on the site about it. Yeah, I, I loved this movie. This, Why did you love it? Well, for a lot of reasons. Ben Affleck. Ben, ben Affleck was really good in it. Yeah, isn't yeah. it amazing that you, when you say that sentence, Ben Affleck was good. Yeah, he people forget that he's a somewhat capable actor. He is. He was great, George Reeves. He was great. Um, that one shot, the eight well, let's just give him the really quick. Yeah. The story uh, is that is the story of George Reeves, who George Reeve, yep. Reeves, 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 George Reeves, Reeves, George Reeves, who played Superman in the 1950s TV show, and he died under mysterious circumstances, officially ruled suicide. I, I hope it's not Nazis. <laughs> ben Affleck. I'm so sick. look at him, Kevin Smith here. I know you are. Ben Affleck played George Reeves, and he was fantastic as the failed actor who couldn't get any respect in the industry and was sort of trapped in his own career of his own making. And it was it was almost he, you could tell. He, I think he dropped drew in a lot of his own personal professional pain to do yeah. it. It was really, really, really. Adrian good. Brody is a private investigator investigating the mur- the suicide murder. Um, very kind of a LA Confidential kind of noir kind of you know yeah. kind of but but it's tr- what I love is that it was true. Well, I love real true yeah. true crime, so that was one thing. I find yeah. this case fascinating. I have for years, yeah. so um, and I like the aspect of the, the old Hollywood where the studios ran the town and you couldn't. Bob you know, Hoskins was great as Bob the, Hoskins, the head of MGM. The evil MGM head who could very conceivably have had George Reeves killed. What I found really interesting was that the movie brings about several of the different theories, but never pushes one. It gives equal time it gives three, to each of the it gives theories. Three, theories, three so. solid theories. That's and hard to do because if they don't tell you what it is, sometimes you feel like you haven't. Right, and like I'm ready for like them to say, okay, but you know, it was kind of like Clue, like it could have happened this way, dun, right. dun, 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 you know, but it really happened this way. But you ended like you know, I don't know what happened, and you feel and you feel Adrian Brody is the private investigator who's like, it could have gone any way, like I don't know, like we'll never know, mm-hmm. and I think that's really interesting because we really never will know. So right, I mean, you can you can certainly are uh, any of those three ways the official version. The official, the official version, he killed himself. Yeah, it was a suicide. Then he went, he went up, it was a party at his house, and he went upstairs in the bedroom and shot himself. I but felt the, like that. But then there was like, there was... It was book. either he shot himself, he shot himself accidentally. Yeah. Um, after a struggle for the gun with his... With his wife or fiancé. Wife. Time, fiance, and the third one is, is MGM had, had him killed. 
And what, like, what's interesting is that there, there, there were bullet holes in the floor and in the ceiling, and, and Adrian Brody's point is, like, who tries to shoot himself misses and then tries again. You know what I mean? Like, that, like there was a lot of things that, that each, each theory kind of fell apart a little. So it's like, fuck Well, his nose may have hit the trigger guard. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I really like it. It's, it's, it was really yeah, it, was it was a really good noir film. The nose, I guess. Yeah, probably. He was good. He was an Italian guy. Um, all right, the last movie we want to talk about, you, Josh, didn't see, right? No, because yeah. you two went on another date to this. <laughs> no, look, there was a girl at this one. It was a hangout. It Whatever. Was, it, was, it was a threesome. Oh, uh, nice. Um, it was the so last. So you guys. Oh my god, that's even worse. <laughs> it was the last kiss starring Zach Braff, or as what what I called it when I saw the trailer. Apparently, Garden State Two. Um, <laughs> Post grad. Yeah. Um, great poster though. Great design yes. of the poster. But um, Zach Braff is a man entering his thirties. He's engaged to this really great girl. No, they weren't engaged. She got pregnant. She got pregnant, but everyone yeah. else the, was the feeling was they were going to no. The, yeah. They were going. The pressure was on to get engaged. Exactly. Yeah. His friends were all. In various stages of relationships, one was married, one was like the perennial bachelor, one was um, married. He just was getting married, yeah. right? And then he he Jack Braff freaks out and starts dating Rachel Bilson, who's a college student, because well, no, he doesn't date her. He goes out with her once and sleeps with her, and, and right. Well, it, it takes place on f- yeah. two days, so whatever. Yeah. Um, it's just it's, it's a very it's a, it, hit, it hit me hard because it's a very you're you're 29 you're it's a getting about old. to be 30 and this is this is you freak out one a of bit. Zach Braff's little inspirational speeches that happened to to in, with indie rock in the background was you know not having any more surprises in your life yeah you get to a point where your life is, is it's predictable, very predictable and, which I think you know as we grow older we all wrestle with that and that's kind of it was very relatable. Um, I thought all in all it was like a B plus. It was really good. The music, of course, was really good. I thought the acting was really good. I just felt as if the ending was just a little. It didn't. It didn't end for me. It just kind of. It just can be. It ended because they ran out of film. Like that kind of ending. You know, like well, we're an hour and a half. Let's wrap this up. You know, like, we're out of money. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> but wrap um, this up. But Tom Wilkinson and um, Bly Danner were the were, were the parents of his girlfriend, and they were having their own problems, and that was really good. Like it was. It was a lot of good mirroring of storytelling. It was good. It was nice. So I liked it. It's nice. Yes. So it's a nice. It's a nice. Well, wait, that, that's boring. No. So I mean, all in all, I mean, for me, I mean, I saw fourteen or so movies in the. Th- you know, I don't know. If, I don't know which ones I saw in the theater versus DVDs, but I mean, it was an okay year for movies. I mean, that's you know, no complaints. I, I will say that this year is is as I've said before, is this is my my, my theater going is going way down. Right. Because the uh, your theater experience is not what it used to be. Yet my home theater experience well, is much more than it I used to be. I think the theater experience is the same. I think you're not what it used to be. Possibly. No. <laughs> I never... still like going to the movies. I still love it. It's so. the phones thing, man. I can't well, yeah, deal with it anymore. Yeah, but you know the answering. But honestly, I had very. I I didn't have any real bad theater experiences this year. Mm, no. Except for maybe Borat. That was the closest. I, ha- was... I have. I have. I have horrible luck. Like yeah. if there is a baby with. Tourette's—it's like next to me. Well, every the, time. I mean, the, the thing is, is that the thing is, is that like what I try to do is like Superman. The, the, we went opening night. The event and the movies audience, are different. Yeah, the, the audience, audience is there, different. focused on it. Yeah, yeah. And so the other movies, I try to go on off hours or the smaller theaters or that sort of thing to minimize the the rabble. Let's just say you can go to smaller theaters. It's you can go too. Nah, I can leave the thing. Small. It doesn't matter. Um, doesn't matter because I'll watch them at home now. I don't care. The fair, that's, a, that's a good argument too. I mean, like, yeah, I've, I've yeah. been watching a lot of movies. I just watched Thank You for Smoking, which came out earlier in the year at home, and that was. I mean, I love my speakers. I love. Did my you theater. like that? I liked it. I did. I, did I, thought, too, yeah. I gave it a B plus. I didn't think it was. Yeah. I mean, but I thought it was funny. It, it was. It was. It was, it was a solid movie. Yeah, it was a solid. Was I love Aaron Eckhart. I love Aaron yeah, Eckhart. So, yeah. Which is odd from you. Why? I don't know. It just seems odd. I loved in the company of men. <laughs> it was a great movie. It was a great movie. God. It was hysterical. When they make fun of the deaf girl for something like a dolphin. I just, right. I've never seen it. Oh, you never saw it? Oh my god, you've got to see it. Oh, it's really good. Good indie movie. Neil Laboot. 
Yeah. That guy's that guy's too harsh for me. He hates oh me. yeah, misogynist. I, like I, I know. Now I want to say, like I'm not a misogynist. I'm just saying that I can, you know, like it was. I can mis- relate. I, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying that it's okay, but I understand why he beat her. That's... No, there's no beating. It's just anyway. So just um, emotional abuse. Yeah, exactly. We'd like to thank GeekArmor.com for sponsoring this all media year end roundup. Um, GeekArmor.com is your spot on the web for T-shirts um, with the geek in mind. Um, they got a lot of comic book t-shirts and video game and science, science fiction and movie and TV show t-shirts. Um, perfect for the show. It's perfect for the show. It, a healthy amount of snark in these t-shirts? Yes, there are snark in these a t-shirts. tasteful snark? Yes. Okay. So, um, so head over to geekarmor.com and be sure to tell them that iFanboy sent you. All right, so okay. what, do we, what do we think we spent the most time on this year? I think it's got to be TV viewing. Yes and no. No? I'm down on TV. This, year I'm down, this is the first year I saw a downtrend on TV. Uh, I watch more TV now than I you used to. You might be to. down, but I think you're still watching well, more than anything else. Well, I watch... Yeah, no, it is, I do probably watch more than anything, but... but I blame I, the two of you for all the TV I watch. What's happened to me is that I've become very selective. Like, I, I, own, I DVR everything, and I don't watch it when it's on. I time shift. So I, the days of me sitting in front of the couch flipping are... Long gone. I don't do that ever. Mine have been gone. Yeah, mine have been yeah. gone. Like, I love the, it. The, 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 Kilpatrick, the, Cal, the Kilpatrick family crest has a remote control <laughs> and a shield. Yeah, and the, and the plus and minus buttons are worn off. Yeah, exactly. The, those their family flips like no family I've ever seen before. I love flipping. Like, and, and if you're over there watching something, it's like that, It's awful because <laughs> no, you're like, I love it. It's funny. Go it's, like back. A roller, it's a roller coaster. It's great. Oh, it drives me crazy. Unless but it's the thing Texas is, football, the way that the way that I watch TV now is let's just talk about Connor for the rest. If a show if a show starts at nine, I will do whatever I want. Until nine twenty, yeah. and then I will come back and watch it. I'm sorry, advertisers. Um, you know, and and when we were we got together this year to watch some shows on, on Monday nights, and and you know, like we had to be like, no, 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 let's not start watching it yet. Right. Well, yeah, I think that's that's. I mean, who wants to watch commercials? I know. Unless it's the Geico Caveman commercials, which I'll watch. I'll stop and watch. You know, it's funny as I realize I do watch commercials because yeah. if I see something that catches my eye as I'm going through, you go back. I'll watch I will a good, go back. I watch a good commercial. So, yeah. That's you like, know, it's not like we don't watch commercials. So here's anymore. a question for you: so? If there was a channel that showed 48 minutes commercial free. And then at the end of it, there were 12 minutes of good commercials. Would you, or if there was a channel of just commercials, but they were all good quality commercials, would you watch that? I would... Hmm. I'd probably the thing in, is, tip if, into the channel every now and then. Just yeah. see in the doing. old days of non-time-shifting, then I definitely would have. Just yeah. so like, there's a trailer channel. Yeah. Or there's yeah. a show that, thing, that yeah. shows trailers on I HD. I love the trailer channel. Um, you know, and I'd watch that. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't see why not, but... I, I think know. they just need to make good commercials. Yeah, the, like that that one commercial, the fo- cell phone with the five, where the guy's girlfriend's is his yes. friend's phone. That yes. commercial is the ones with the like the, the Volkswagen commercials with, yeah. with with the guitar players. Yeah, and, or the Volkswagen, even the Volkswagen commercial, the scary uh, one with the car crashes that freaked me out every time. I watch that every. Every time. Volkswagen commercial this year has been awesome, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the, not the, everyone. The fast, my fast. Oh, those and, were and great. Then, I went through. Then, yeah, and then the How the doctor, you? the Carl Hungus. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what his real name is. The, the fast commercials that were those yeah. were on during the Olympics. Those are fantastic. Oh, I love those. Those so are awesome. good. Baby. So, but um, we didn't even have commercials in here, but we just did it. <laughs> That's the kind of treatment we're giving you here. So let's talk about TV. Oh, so um, let's get it out of the way. The show Josh never stops talking about that he compares oh. every comic book to. Oh, if you guys, you are watching The Wire. Yeah, but I'm, I'm only the first season I've seen. I know, but you just got the second one today, and I give, I'm guarantee you're going to be through that in a couple. No, of minutes. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't doubt the quality. I know the quality. I'm just, it's just a joke because you mention it a lot. I do. I love it. That's I. You read everywhere. That it's the best show on TV. The I'm, Wire. I'm watching The Wire on Sorry. HBO. Yeah, on HBO. Uh, they just finished up the fourth season, and I'm just like, oh, I, I have to wait for the fifth. It's driving me crazy. The show's the same every time with the first four, almost four or five episodes of it. 
you don't really know what it's about, and then it builds and it builds and it builds, and all of a sudden it gels, and the end, you know, the back half of the season is amazing, and, and this season was no different, and I thought it was, I was like, maybe this will be the one that drops it, because it was about something completely different than the previous ones had been about. Um, they focused on kids and schools, and it's it's about Baltimore, basically, which doesn't sound very interesting, but it's this... If you've ever been there, it's not. It's really... Well, it's this really interesting microcosm that sort of started... It, the, he started being fascinated with it when he wrote Homicide, David Simon, the showrunner and creator, um, and it's just so damn well done. It's like... I love reading novels that go on and on, and, and that's what it's like. It feels like a novel. I just watched the first season again. Or I'm almost at the, at the end of it, and it's it's all connected to the stuff that's going on now. It's just so craftily well done. And I've had emails from people from the site who've heard me talk about it and have started watching it because of this, and, and they've all been hooked too. Oh, it's yeah. a great! It's a great you can write yes. them directly and say Yeah, that's so funny. Definitely, it's a great I never show. Until just now. more than one. Oh wow, that's yeah. amazing. Okay. It's a great, great show from what I've seen. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've there's not there's I don't think there's a show on that I'm that I'm more l- l- sort of subtly engrossed by. Like I forget, and then every time I watch it, I was like the best thing. Ever. Anyway, um, so um, what about the show that Josh you find hysterical that all three of us watch? Last year, I I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. When they started talking about Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> now, now just to give the background I started watching Grey's Anatomy when it first started yes. when it came, when it because I used to watch Boston Legal and it took Boston Legal's time slot for six episodes and it was the chick from old school and that, that and the Asian woman who looks like she walked into Sandra. a wall and um, and Patrick Dempsey right. and I was like oh this is cool this is good. and it was good it was really really good and then it all blew up and now so that was that was Ron saying I was, I was there before it was right cool. exactly, yeah, yeah. Exactly. well, well my, my let's barometer, be fair my you barometer. and nine million other people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it was you no, but my barometer, it's not an indie album it's barom- an ABC drama but my barometer is that this is season three and this is the first season where I have my mom calling me the next day going did you watch Crazy Anatomy and that's okay alright mom's on board I need to back away now no but I haven't backed away and it's been pretty good it's been I thought this, is, this has been the, 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 the least good I, didn't, I was going to say worse but that worst implies it was bad uh, but it in was, a good or bad way it was, this is the weakest season so far I, I, the reason that I started watching it was because in summer reruns my wife was watching it and was like you have to watch it and I have been I've been watching through ER basically and so I was like which is a crime that you never watch I mean I'm so glad you caught up I am I'm on like season 4 and I just finished yeah. season 4 but I was watching that, and I was just like, uh, and I was like, I'm, I'm not gonna like that. That's stupid. And the first, and so it was on in reruns. They were playing the second season again, and Lindsay was like, "You have to see the season finale for two. And I yeah. was like, "Ah, oh, whatever, I'll watch it." And then so she starts I watching. The season it. finale for one was better than the season finale for two. Okay. I didn't see it. I've only seen the second season. Okay. Um, but I'm watching through it, and and like very, very slowly. I'd say three or four or five episodes in, I'm still going. Oh, no, it's no ER. Like, and that's what I kept doing. And I was so reluctant. And then, like, I got to the end when, when some of the, uh, what's the word I want to, the narrative, you know, the, the overall story stuff starts picking up more. And I was much, I was really fascinated that I thought, um, what's her name? Uh, blonde chick, Catherine Heigl. Yeah. Was surpri- yeah, surprisingly good actor. Yeah. And I, like, I mean, I was, she was a model or something like that. And I was like, oh, she's not going to be good. Just, and I was like, wow, she actually is good. I was, I was shocked. Um, yeah, no, I mean, the, thi- the thing about the show, and I, I see where you're saying where you think it's the weakest of the three. I, I also agree with that. But they've taken, they've taken a lot of, they, but it's one of those things, like, I don't like what's happened, but I know the defense is that, is that you know, in order to make the characters grow, you've got to give them challenges. They've break broken down, the hell down you know? of the characters. Yeah, I, and I don't like the fact that, like, I don't like what happened with the, the blonde with Izzy, and I don't yeah. like what happened with, with Burke, and I don't like, like, I don't like it, but I'm still engrossed by it because I'm too I'm much moping, Too much moping around, too much of the main character... But you, you who I hate 
Oh yeah. Well, she's gotten bad. Meredith. I hate yeah. Meredith. Ellen Pompeo. She's gotten bad. Her hair is awful this year. Well, the thing is, they like, I they cannot stand her hair. hair. Why am I talking about her hair? I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah. No. I mean, that's. But the thing is, is that what what I think is its strength is that I don't it, care about her problems. What I think is what I think it's a strength is that it's a great ensemble show. Let oh, me sure. ask you though. And that, and that when she had to choose between Robin and the pizza guy, <laughs> Robin. I mean, you were like, I don't know who she. I love. Pa- I did not pa- care. Patrick Dempsey, by the way, I love Patrick yeah, Dempsey. Yeah, like, I'm very pro Patrick Dempsey. My, my wife's like, he's so hot, and I was like, he, he really is. I'm, I love. I'm not gonna kid with you. I love. Not that he's hot. I just, I just like. I'm like, wow, I forgot he actually was. Pretty, he's pretty good. He's a cool dude, though. I like, love the chief, the, yeah, um, the I think older doctor. He's great. For me, the strongest character on the show, especially this year, has been um, Bailey. I yeah, we've all like, yeah, she's I, always been good. Yeah, she's I know, but good. like, yeah. like, yeah. like that doesn't normally happen. Is yeah. what I'm saying. And, and she was actually particularly strong season one. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. that gets, season one plays to my six episode theory, which I could talk about during the OC or not. But I believe England has, BBC has it right with six episode seasons. Like that first season of the OC was the first six episodes was one of the best runs of six episodes. Mm-hmm. The first six episodes of Grey's Anatomy was one of, is a great run of six episodes. They usually do eight. Yeah, season six. Is right. Okay. Yeah, but it was. Yeah, but I'm saying that early. Well, no, in the OC's case, they did that before the fall. The season there, they did six in the summer, sure. and they those little pockets of greatness in the short period. And I think the longer season is starting to hurt. The, Not the, the case with the U.S. Office, though. True. So true. Well, well, yes and no. I mean, it depends because you could. I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking. We'll well, I'm, thinking I'm talking more about the dramas. They sure. Okay, drama, that's so, fine. Yeah. But um, so anyway. So but um, I wish, I'm still watching it. I, my, I've give, been given the analogy that. Whereas something like ER, or the West Wing is is like it's a it's a full meal. No. Grey's Anatomy is like sweet candy that you just keep eating. Yeah, yeah it really and it kind of is. And, and it, but it's it's good. It's well done. I can just see a point where I'm going to stop watching. Like I, I get to points with shows where I start getting annoyed with them, but I'll stick with it for a while, and then mm-hmm. the annoyance level reaches a point where I just say forget it. And that's happened to a lot of shows. Fair it is shows getting, I've loved. Like yeah. West Wing, I stopped with. Well, there um, more girls. I don't get me no, started. There's so, a very real reason for stopping right, watching I mean, the West Wing. It, it happens. Heinberg uh, clearly having something to do with the show this yeah. season. Out of, out of nowhere, there's a comic book subplot. I was like, oh, come on. I'm like, Heinberg. Can I, can I say one thing? It <laughs> yeah. just, this is like, uh, what's his name? The little Weasley dude? Not George. Weasley. George, right, George. It comes out in the middle of the season that he's, that he's in real life, he's gay. And I'm like, this makes sense because he's got no chemistry with any of those women. Right, yeah, and that is one of the clear things. Even the realistic girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, none at all. They're going to get married. Ooh, spoiler. Oh, no. Yeah, they yeah. are. So, um, all right. So, um, so another big hit that could be a, a falling star, or maybe not. Mm, Connor doesn't agree. ABC's Lost. I still love that show every week. I'm getting to the point where I feel like I'm watching Twin Peaks again where nobody but me understands the show anymore. <laughs> and you just get everything. And I just understand it, and I love it, and everyone else can... I, well, screw off. Well, they, well, last season, well, because we're doing 2006, so it's the end of last season, the beginning of this season. So last season, there was a lot of um, uh, venom around the number of repeats and the lack of, con- you know, right. continuous mm-hmm. episodes. So this season, they did the eight episodes in straight in a row. Good Taking move, a bad month move. Off. Good I move, don't. bad move. I say good move. Good move and con- good move and concept. They shouldn't have taken the whatever they're taking two months off. Well, they're trying to shorten that now. From yeah, what they're bringing it back. They though, should yeah. do the 24 model. We said this last year. They should, we say that again. Go straight to do Start in January, run it through May. Yep. Just don't, don't even bother. You don't need October through... Do so are you frustrated by the lack of... Are you frustrated by the lack of finding things out or the fact no. that every time you find something out there's a new question and like, do you, you know... That's that, good brings, that brings me back for more. I am. Yeah. I, I really got frustrated this year. One thing they killed off Mr. Echo, which I know was all sorts of reasons. He was one of my favorite characters. Right, but he, he chose to go. Yeah, no, and I know that's yeah, fine, but yeah. I, I really liked him, and I yes, felt I that this they dwell they dwelt 
I don't sure. know, on so many other people who are not the people who I wanted to be watching, which is yeah. it's a it's a preference thing, but like. I like the the people who we've already met, and I felt like we still had so much more to do with them, but we had to spend so much time on everybody else. Yeah, well, my my big criticism of the season this year, I, I'm with Connor, where I'm still gonna, I'm tuning in every week, I'm still hooked. I'm, I'm not I'm, done I'm yet. It. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm nowhere near done. Like I love it. The all my only criticism of the new season was I know in concept that like we don't need to. We have a, a island of forty people. We can add new characters whenever we want. Except the way they handled introducing the new characters this season was just awful. Was just there was how, a, there was all a of a sudden there's two people who like, you never saw before. They're like, the we'll cam- go. The yeah. camera pans over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like, that, was, that was awful. It was rough. It was shaky. You I know was kind of pissed, but still, yeah. I mean, the concept is. Do we? Do, you know, what's yeah. funny is that okay. It was just announced. Brian Brian Cave on is now going to be writer on the show. People like, I can't wait to see it. Do you think you'll actually notice him? No. I don't know. Did you notice Dini? No. No. But I, I doubt. Well, he's writing. He's not on the show. He's writing. I know. No. Well, I mean, but Dini was only there for one year. Or uh, once, two years. Once was he? Yeah, he was in the second season. I didn't feel like. I don't think I saw an episode that was written by him. No, but the thing is that no, there were episodes written by him in the first season, really? and it was less honestly when Dini was involved in Lost. I remember when Lost first started. Um, at people at work, I was talking, I was telling about it, stuff like that. And um, I was saying there's a comic book writer and then Jeff Loeb came on. I'm like, comic book writers are involved and the episodes feel like a comic book where it's a self-contained story but it's still serialized and it's keeping the story going. And you really got that feeling. When Dini left, I felt as if that left with him. And so maybe Vaughn can bring that element back. No, yeah, it's yeah. possible. It's more I, of an think, editing standpoint. But I think if yeah. you get to one of the episodes where you see at the beginning, like this, you know, written by, Brian, written by Brian K. Vaughn, yeah. I'm wondering if you'll feel that. Yeah. Because there are some things, uh, we're going to get to this, but when well, we get all to... all the men suddenly die. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be an indicator. <laughs> or, if, or, or if Locke gains the ability to talk to trees. Right. Okay. I think when we're going to get to Galactica in a little bit, but like I, when Mark Verheiden, who also writes for comics, writes it, I, I notice those episodes. Those stand out for yeah. some reason. Well, now um, NBC, you know, fired a shot across the bow at Lost with its new series, Heroes, and it stole Jeff Loeb away from Lost, and mm-hmm. so and Heroes is the big phenomenon. Shocking. Shocking. I'm still surprised it's so it's so popular. I remember yeah. the, the the prediction that you guys when you saw the pilot or the version my of the prediction. Pilot, my prediction. prediction was it was going to last a few 13 episodes, ep- thirteen episodes, thirteen or you know or maybe less yeah. and be gone off the air. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you were completely wrong. Completely because, wrong because I there see. is a big spoon and America is eating the show up with it. Yes, I'm. I acknowledge I I, I underestimated you, America, and Why? I'm proud. I'm glad. I don't know. I don't actually. It's the cheerleader. I don't actually think the show is that good. Good. No. It's. It, no, I don't. I mean, it's, it's good. Not. It's not. I enjoy it. I have fun watching it. I yeah. think that it's added a whole lot. Gets added to the show is that I watch it with you guys. We have history with this kind of thing. We come to the website and we talk about it. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not like. It's not like The Wire where I was like, oh my god, that's oh, awesome. Well, you're comparing it's, shows to The Wire during oh the my show. God. <laughs> This is like fourth walls. No, it's it's like I'm trying to in comic terms. It's like it's like a like a Jeff Johns book as opposed to an Ed Brubaker book. Well, no. Well, here's my comparison to it: is that is that I feel as if Heroes is, is like a lost light. Mm-hmm. Where it's there, there's a mystery. You don't really know what's going on, but it's not as deep or. Th- you think if depth, they took out Hero, know? if they took, if literally if Hero wasn't in it, the Japanese dude. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think it would be this? Do you think like? No, I think he's a, he's the breakout star. No, but what I'm saying is, is he the linchpin though? Uh, no, I think Milo Ventimiglia is. 
no, what I mean is like if he yes. wasn't there, I don't think I'd care so much. Like I like I watch it for parts of it. I don't watch right. it for the whole exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um I am still I'm just mystified. I don't know why. It's really? good. I'm enjoying it. I mean, no, it's, I, it's a, good. I'm just mystified that it's, it's so popular. It's a B show it feels like yes, to me. Yes. Yeah. But it's yeah, but it's good and glad it's popular. But the thing is, is that as we can as we watch more and more of it, I'm finding myself getting more and more annoyed. Mm-hmm. Like Ali Larder has got to go. Like shut her mouth yeah. and go. Um <laughs> and has her, her husband issues. her husband has been awful. Well, yeah. that whole, the kid, that whole the kid story, is awful. Well, you know what's so weird is that that's the only storyline that seems to be not at all connected to the other. Yeah. Everyone else's yeah. storyline is connected, but theirs. Yeah. And I would just like it to go away. Yeah, just go stay over there. Yeah. Um, I feel like this show's got a lot of potential. I'll, it's all a little off. It feels like a syndicated show yeah. almost. Yeah. Like the actors aren't quite good looking enough. It or feels quite like My Secret enough. Identity. Remember that show? Yeah. Jerry O'Connell? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Syndicate. I like that. That's yeah. good. Although we, sh- we should keep reiterating that we do. We do watch it and enjoy, enjoy it. My theory, though, that I came up with this week that I've been building over the whole season is that I think that it's being fucked with a lot. I think that the original vision is way different than what we have now. I think yeah. that I think that when NBC realized they had something, they got their little grubby paws on it, mm-hmm. and other, like Jeff Loeb and other people have changed it. And then NBC's changed it, and, and stuff like that. As a ghost comes in the room. <laughs> that being said, the uh, Kevin Riley, who's the head of president programming, I mean that guy's he's got balls. And I will say that this the show I've seen stuff on that show like this year we all have. We're like they put Shocking. that on the air. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, there's there's. Well, it's also the only thing NBC has. It's yeah. the most violentest thing yeah. ever. It's yeah. the only thing NBC has, not that's good, but that's, that's making popular. money. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's the only that's thing. Right. right. That's all that matters. Because yeah. the next thing is the show that follows it, which is is, is the, my wet dream show right now. The best show of the season. Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip. Yeah. Did they drop the Sunset Strip part yet? They, if they haven't, they should. They should drop it. They, yeah, they should. Just be Studio Sixty. It's fantastic. And it, like the thing is, listen, I, I'm watching the West Wing this year too, um, but and it. it it gets better. Studio 60 was very rocky for the first three or four episodes. Yeah, even all admit. We that all watched it. The second episode was the was the be- was the better one. Was better than the first. We were all watching that at the same time too, and we would get out and we would go. I, I liked it, and there was parts of it that were brilliant, but there was weak parts. And because in the beginning, the first couple of episodes, the only thing that were interesting to watch was was Matthew Perry and and um, Bradley, Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford, who that, I love now. Yeah, but but since that time. Everybody, he's either the actors have come into their own, or or Sorkin has come into his own and writing those different people. Like the whole thing is working now. I mean, like who saw Nate Cordry coming out of nowhere? Breakout star, yeah. I mean, I think for me the hardest hardest part was Josh knows this from watching the West Wing DVDs this year is the West Wing started and ran, and mm-hmm. there was no learning curve except for the one bad character in the first season. But for the most part, it, it had its legs on the first episode mm-hmm. and it ran full speed ahead till the end. So watching Studio 60, I'm expecting that same creative process, well, and it's a bit, a bit rockier. It's kind of the same way as Sports Night. Sports Night was rocky to start, and then it got, it got its legs towards the end of the first season. Which, so. But that's expected with any yeah. sort of creative yeah. endeavor, and if you know if that's what it takes. But every consecutive episode was, was better, was better than the last one, yep. and the characters are getting rounded out, and I just... The addition of Mark McKinney is genius. Yeah, oh, man. I hope, he's I hope he stays. Anytime, uh, and I like it when they use him sparingly, but uh, yeah. the director... Org. Oh, the director! Oh, Timothy Busfield. Timothy I love Busfield. Timothy Busfield. Yeah, I just, just he brings that energy. Yeah. It's it, I, I love this. This is my favorite new show. It's great by yeah. far. I, I see though why it's not popular. Yeah. It's very I do too. Clear. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I do too. Well, you had said something to me, Connor, about how when you watch The West Wing, it's really easy to get swept up in The West Wing because they were dealing with big, huge issues. And he and you said that that's what Sorkin does best. Yeah, he does really important topics well, and and from you know. TV First Amendment issues aside, which they they shoot or in a lot, it's it's ultimately just television. Yeah, and it's hard to get 
but at the same so time, so when they do these sweeping, you know, Sorkin speeches, which are great, mm-hmm. it's TV. It, it's silly. It's, it's, the bottom line is they're talking about a TV show. But, yeah, I, but I like TV. But he's well, already and done. That's why we love it. I like TV more than politics. But he's already. But the thing is, he's already done those issues on the West Wing. So like, you, what are you, what's he going to do? The UN show? No, but the, on the, the, show. The, the way I see the way I see this is that this is Sorkin's big middle finger to the industry, and they're letting him do it. Yeah, you know, because he's retelling a lot of because like the Amanda Peet's character is directly. I mean, it's it's a lot like Jamie Tarsi's story on and at ABC. Right. I mean, and a lot of the stuff that's happening to the characters that are obviously Sorkin and Thomas Schlammy are happening on the show. Like, I feel as if he's kind of getting a little re- sweet revenge on the industry. That having been said, I don't, I don't think it's going to come back. I don't I think, either. But if I get I one nice season, season of it, I, I'm, I think okay. this is. I, I think it will come back. I'll, I'll go on the limb and I'll make a prediction that it will come back. I'm surprised because, how heavy they stuck with it. Be, yeah, because if anything, NBC, NBC is. I want to say it's like a it's like a fish like that's a little bit out of water. It's flailing, trying to get a drink, and they and this is their feather in the cap in terms of quality. I think that and this 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 feels to me like NBC, which I believe is doing the worst in ratings overall. Yes. Yeah, you know. They're going. They're doing the same thing that NBS and the show is doing. They're like, well, we better put a bunch of good stuff on, and well, they have then, a bunch of good stuff on, but isn't necessarily giving but, the best. Right, ratings. but in reality, that's they're they're talking about two mouths because then at the same time they're saying we're dropping a lot of show formats and going with game shows wherever we can. The, well, you got to pay the bills and then yeah, get, no, you know, like if they're going to do you know sort of heavy bottom light on the top, sort of like we're like right. at, at the eight o'clock hour they will show crap that gets ratings, and then at the ten o'clock hour they will show really good TVs that will win them awards. I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm content with that. Um, one just little tiny thing about the show that I wanted to just mention is that like at the beginning you're watching Matthew Perry and you're like oh he's just going to do Chandler oh, no, he he's developed a real character out of it he's different oh. than Chandler he can actually act uh, it's the same thing with uh, Bradley Whitford I was, at first I was like yeah, this is like Josh Lyman but he's not he's something else I don't know why everybody gave Matthew Perry such a hard time like the, the friend stigma because no one's good. ever seen him do anything else he was though. great in Growing Pains you know he was. He was really good. He died. His character died. It was really good. That was twenty years ago. It is so? one episode. No, he was on for a run. He was. Uh, what's her name? Either way, what else has he done? He did Sandy. one other. He did. He did. He did. Fools Rush in, which Connor and I will watch every time it comes on HBO. But he played Chandler. He played. He yeah. played. He did the two. The whole nine yards. Whole nine, or say he played Chandler on those. There's, no, there's no, a reason that you would you would suspect. No, no, him. I don't, no but I just, although I, just, I, I just, didn't, I, I, I knew because he has. Josh doesn't know. He's, he did a. Two stints on the West Wing where he was not at all Chandler, so I knew and he, was good he could that. do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. it, the other thing is, I think I some surprised. people, and I don't know if it's either that Aaron Sorkin can make people who are bad actors good, or if there's some people like Baldwin and uh, Mamet. Right. Some people yeah. fit magically together. Yeah, maybe. maybe that's the case. Jason I mean, Lee like and Kevin Smith. Jason yeah. Lee and Kevin Smith, um, uh, Rob Lowe and, and Aaron Sorkin. Like yeah. Rob, Rob Lowe sucks, but yeah. not on the West Wing. So yeah. I don't know. He was great, and thank you for smoking. By the way, that's just, uh, you, yeah. I mean, yeah. Was, yeah. But anyway, um, but he was playing the same character as he was in Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, all right. So, um, so on the NBC kick, um, is it safe to say that the, the the My Name Is Earl Office combo is our favorite hour of TV, though, from com- a comedy standpoint? Comedy standpoint, yeah. Like sitcom. Might be the only yeah, hour. The old, yeah. yeah, only hour of comedy I watch. Yeah, me too. Definitely, they're just genius. It's just it gets I watch better. Look, do you have a do you have a you have a preference? The Office. Uh, it's got to give the edge to the office. I, I started off. I, 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 go to the office. I started off Earl because I want to mention like when the office came out, I watched like two or three of them, and I was like, and I stopped watching it. Right. And then again in the summer, there was reruns, and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll try it a little bit because yeah. I was really annoyed at it at first. And over well, the because you couldn't get over the British. I mean, the, the, that well, nobody yeah, could. Yeah. I did the same thing. Oh, I could. I, no, no. I remember I said it when it first came out. I'm like, it's actually pretty good. It you wasn't know, though. 
was. I, not in the beginning. No. The, I, Steve Carell didn't know what he was doing yet. Yeah. I think that was a I big thought once part they of it. embraced the writers and the background characters, mm-hmm. that's when it went over. Yeah, exactly. Because that's that the thing, the, the 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 thing the about The Office, actually, Steve Carell kind of annoys me in The Office. And if he any, does, but he's toned it down yeah, a lot if, since he did it first. If anything, it's Toby, the HR guy, the beaten down HR guy who I love. Um, the intern um, Ryan and, and his girlfriend, the Indian girl, like they, they go, those are Kelly. Yeah, they make the show for me. They, they really do. And I mean, like one little tiny thing, like Steve Carell in the first couple episodes had his hair slicked back. Yeah, they yeah. changed. They that. stopped that. One thing that they do remarkably well on this show that they don't do with anything else is that they show you that Steve Carell is actually competent at his job. Yeah. Ricky Jervis Michael was never Scott. good at his yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, when he got that account, he yeah, gets yeah. the account. Like every once yeah. in a while, you like I see a lot why of he's deals, there. Yeah. And and they like he's he's a weenie, but yeah. like at the same, he's good at it. And then conversely, Jim is really good at his job, and Dwight is really good at his job. Yeah. And and like it makes it so much more believable. And yeah. they give you those, and That's they, they give point. you just enough to 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 believe to buy it. Yeah, yeah but yeah, also yeah. to like to find something admirable about them, so that. You don't you like at first Michael Scott was just annoying and you were like why would I even put up with this you quit the job it'd be terrible yeah and they had to give you a reason to have an affinity for them and do something and that's I mean that's it's just really well done it was great and whereas Earl which I still love and I still is oh, no, fantastic no, 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 I feel as if it's it's gotten a little repetitive and they haven't really broken it although the hour long Saving Catalina episode with John Leguizamo. Jumped ahead from. I think they've been really. I, th- I would disagree in the fact. I think they've been really good at breaking yeah. the format of what's expected of that. Every week they yeah. could go thing on the list. Here's the right, thing. Yeah, Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, and they've yeah. they've gotten away from that some. But um, I kind of like that aspect. I mean, I don't know. I kind of like. I mean, like because this the, this year they brought in extended storylines. There was a couple of times they where they did. You would say they would do it too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I want to. The breakout of the show, and if she does not winning Emmy soon, Jamie uh, Presley. Jamie oh, yeah. Presley. Is, oh yeah, she's brilliant. We mean. I know me and Connor were talking about it. She's. I don't think there's anybody women doing a better job no, on a comedy no. anywhere. Yeah, she's but is there is there really comedy besides these two shows on TV? That's any well, good. well, there is, but two no, and that's, half, that's any good. But, but two and a half men. We ain't watching it. No, but that's, that's the point. Is there any good comedy besides these two shows? Reba. <laughs> is anyone watching these shows though? No. No. Earl in the office. No. Yeah. Well, they're downloading them. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, that 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 saved. Save the, save the office. Yeah, but it, 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 for how long? Right. Yeah. No, you know, no. like they're not getting great, great, yeah. great ratings, but they're so good. Like I, every single, every single time, I get the same feeling from the office I do from the wire. I don't. Do you guys really uh, worry that much about ratings? Like I don't. I pay, do. I pay attention. I, I, in this, in the sense that I want to know if the show I like is going to continue on. Yeah, yeah. that's that's. Other that's than the that, oh well, I'm just under the precipice. As soon as I start to like something, they'll figure out a way to kill it. Well, I started. You know, when when we were watching Studio Sixty, I was watching the ratings every week because I did not want it. Right, to be and canceled. all those rumors and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. and and they they stuck that's with it. That's the only thing that matters. Mm-hmm. I don't care what comes in first or second. No, I don't, yeah. it doesn't matter to me at all. I mean, yeah. like, honestly, well, all of us are like the less people watching it, the cooler we feel. I mean, I just personally think the whole rating system is just shot. Well, it's all it's all broken. It's not true. We're in a time of transition, and the rating system doesn't work. The broadcasting system doesn't work, and and we're watching it end, and we need the new model to come through. That's yeah, but in the meantime, happen. a lot of good ships are going to go down. Which oh yeah, is unfortunate. Exactly. well, it's a war. You got to be ready for some sacrifice. I'm not ready to sacrifice the office. It's it's but, uh, my favorite thing that's come along in comedy in such a long time. Yeah, it's really good. It's really really good. Toby's uh, just the best. Oh, so many we good things about, about this. <laughs> we talked for like a half hour. That was the best <laughs> moment. Oh, it was great with Toby. I love him. Oh. So, oh, what more to be said? Um, I let me talk right now about the the, the the nerd show of nerds, Battlestar Galactica. Um, Ron, we tried to get you on board, and it just didn't take. I'm catching. I'm catching. Right. I watched. I watched the premiere, and then I watched the recap, and I downloaded the first two seasons. I go right. watch them. But now that we're in reruns, and that like there's no TV, that's on my agenda. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm still. I'm, I'm engaged. I like the concept. I got Connor caught up. 
I think you you were behind, but now you're on episode. Yeah, I'm on episode. They come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I have mixed feelings about the current season. I liked, I really liked the end of the last season. I, I think there's bits of this season that kind of drag, but there's also bits of it that have just been awesome. That boxing episode was great. Was was fantastic TV. I really want Baltar to be back. Well, they, this season they really shook up the status quo more than mm-hmm. the first two, which I, which is you know I like. Um, and it's hard to say. I mean, it's, it's hard for me to judge if I like it or not based until I f- see where they're going with it. Mm-hmm. Because especially now that they're at the they're at the half season finale, so you don't know where it's going to go. But um, you 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 were saying before how you you want guys Baltar back on the ship. He's not on the ship anymore. It's with the Cylons and and uh, I hadn't thought about that until you mentioned it. But mm-hmm. he was an element of the show and the interaction he had with the, with the military people that was really strong. Yeah. And the problem is there really is no way to get back to it. No, and you know that's you where the story has to go. Especially after but you kill half they, the people. They hinted that they were going to last week, I think. Well, no, but even if they brought him back on the ship for them to beat the hell out of it, it's not like he's back on the ship joking around with all the people. But you know what, though? That show, you know, they have they have Sharon, who is now on the ship. She was a Cylon. She didn't now. kill anybody. It doesn't matter, but she was still a Cylon. At a certain point, you thought they'd no, never No, but there's no, there's no believable way for them to bring them back on the show. They have come up with stuff that was horrible things that happened. Remember when they had... Chief and uh, Hilo were arrested because they'd shot the officers on the other yeah, ship. Yeah, to stop them from raping somebody. There's no believable way to bring a mass murderer back onto the ship if and have them. If there's any show... Please get along. Why are we fighting? If there's any show they can turn it around, though, I think. I, have the, I say there's no believable way that they can possibly do well, it. We'll, have well, to well see. we'll see. Tune in next week to see if they can bring him back on the ship When does not. the show come back? I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know. Never. No? It got canceled. Uh, <gasps> I'd be so probably upset. Into, probably into well, January. Well, no, speaking no, of, I don't know, but now I feel like I'm seeing the show everywhere. Do you have, feel like that? Like yes I'm, and no. I mean, I think it's it's broken through in popularity more this year. Yeah. No, it's not. The ratings are down. The ratings year. are down, but I feel no, like but awareness. But they're they're, mm, yeah, they're pimping it everywhere. Ratings don't equal popularity. Ratings yes, equal that the show exists. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 do. they do exactly. That's exactly what they mean. You're talking. Well, it doesn't you're not, work. Popularity is about numbers, right? No, I know, I know, but I don't think the ratings work. I don't think the, the well, they, they, unfortunately, that's all they care about. If so. you look at the Nielsen ratings, it doesn't match what I watch. It doesn't match what you watch. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're not. You're not. All right, well, this is it. You're not. A, you're not a cross section of America, right? Yeah, and I know, but I don't agree with the. They're not enough of, of you, right? They to should just do a, a network. They should show. just do a Nielsen ratings in, in the Northeast and in California. I think that's all that matters. Oh. Um. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, my God. And he's the conservative one. I'm kidding. Um, well, speaking of um, cancellation and bad ratings and shows having a target on their back, um, my favorite show on TV, The O.C., um, is, is... Well, here's why. Really? Here's why. Really? Um, it's got a 16-episode order this year, and they've written all 16 to end in 16, so they're probably not going to extend it to 24 episodes. So that's probably the death knell for it. Plus, all Fox. the actors have said that it's over. Well, no, no. I haven't, I haven't, have they said that? Rachel Wilson that. was on the Jimmy Kimmel show. She so said it's done. All right, I hate you. Well, they're done with the C. They don't shoot the season. No, the show is done. She said they could get picked up on the CW, but whatever. Nonetheless, um, what's really that sad about that, what's well. really sad about that is that, like I was saying earlier, the first six episodes of the OC were were excellent television. Were fantastic television. Well, you heard, that's and, all you heard about in pop culture right. for those six weeks. And then it went. And then then in that first season, they hit a bad. They hit the Oliver storyline, which kind of ruined things. And the past two seasons have been all right, but they haven't been as good. After the first four episodes of this season, they captured the magic again, and now it's like it's like it, it's on tonight. And I t-voted, it, and I'm gonna go home and watch it right after we do this. Like it was, a, it's a must-watch for me again because the right because Josh Schwartz, the creator, the guy who did the first six episodes, came back, and the quality just jumped as far as you know, just in, and funny the, how that happens. And, yeah, isn't it, yeah. And the the thing is, the thing about it is that it's an ensemble cast. 
um, much like 90210 was, but it's, it's mixing a little bit of the drama, mixing a little bit of the relationships, mixing a lot of the humor, and the fact that they've got the kids and parents, you know, kind of, you know, balanced. You say 90210 like it was the gold standard of television for everybody else and not just you. Name a show that's been on for 10 years. I don't, but I'm, I'm, right. I'm saying it's not like I don't know anybody else who's like people will be like your wife. you know the early episodes of The West Wing. <laughs> your wife? No, the, the, it's a, <laughs> she's with me. <laughs> fine, but you two are the only ones. No, it's, it's not true, it's not true at all. Yeah, really? Yeah. Like do people? Cons- people. Yes. See, I don't yeah. think that people consider it a good show, no. but they consider it a not. I, but the thing is, they don't consider it the way you consider TV. No, all they care about is if they enjoy it or not. I know that, but that's what I'm talking. But they don't. Well, what does that sentence say? No, but do you enjoy it or not? Yeah, writing was good enough as we do. Yeah. In particular, I mean the thing is, don't get me wrong. I'm not. Comp- I would never compare Nine Two and O to something like Studio Sixty. I mean, they're they're way di- they're in different mm-hmm. orbits. Or Nine Two and O to Twin Peaks, or Nine Two and O to Thirty Something, or Nine Two. You know what I mean? Like they're, they they they. Did serve- you watch Thirty Something? Oh, I love Thirty Something. What were you I like? Used- 12? No, what's funny How about that... How did you that, understand? I got... I wasn't allowed to have a TV in my bedroom when I was, like, in sixth grade, so I went to Radio Shack and I bought a radio that picked up the audio TV signal, and I used to sit... I used to sit... <laughs> you should see the look that Connor and I just I gave each other. I used to sit other. in my bedroom listening, and, and on Long Island, all you could pick up was Channel 8, which was the ABC affiliate in New Haven, Connecticut, across the, across the sound, so all I could li- wa- listen to was ABC, and so I would, like, when I had to go to bed, I'd be in my room, and I'd be reading comics, listening to China Beach, listening to 30-something. And what's really interesting like about that, radio yeah, show. you make fun of it, but you have to imagine. And so, like, what happened, <laughs> what happened was, like, I'm in sixth grade, and I'm trying to catch glimpses to see what the characters look like. And then in my head, I'm picturing what was happening. And then in high school and college, I caught a lot of the reruns on Lifetime. And, uh, wow, I can't believe I'm admitting this on the internet. Um, <laughs> and I cut the, the reruns on Lifetime and the cable, and then I rewatch on A&E and Bravo and stuff like that. 30-something was Fantastic! The woman who did Thirty Something was the woman who did My So Called Life. Thirty Something. And your wife will agree with me with this. It was Listen, great. Listen, I don't. I don't hold her. Her, it was her great, teenage child yeah. or teenage TV favorites as my gold standard of things. Yeah, I'm Lindsay not saying and I it's have bad. more on TV than you and Lindsay. <laughs> I'm not. Yet I'm not all attracted to you. <laughs> but. Um, but um, yeah, no. I mean, like it's it's. I I enjoy the same reason why you enjoy Grey's Anatomy. It's kind of that 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 candy like morsel. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoy an entertaining ensemble relationshipy kind of show. The same reason why I like kind of relationshipy kind of books and mm-hmm. comics and stuff like that. So so the OC is back, and I just hope that a it sustains. Um, although there's a couple, I read some of the spoilers coming up, and I'm afraid they might be going by the, down again. But we'll see. And hopefully it gets picked up and doesn't die this season. But if it does, I still always have those first six episodes. So um, yeah, so. California. <laughs> no, it was great. Here we come. Right, I don't want to talk about what was great. So anyway, let's, let's move, uh, on. move on to another, another show that Ron obsesses over. It's the best show. You should TV. talk about this show now. It's the best show on TV. It's Sopranos. It's the best show. It's still, best the, best, it's it's still, still the best show on TV. Yes, the, after waiting however many years, this season delivered, if you ask me. It absolutely delivered. And, and my, my, my barometer for if it delivered was on the last episode, the next week. The next Sunday after the last episode, if I'm really down that there's no more new Sopranos, and I was really down. You had Gay Vito this season. That was good. You had brilliant Christopher characterization. Yep. You had um, movement in uh, the Tony getting shot, and the and um, in the beginning of the season, and the and the whole hanging on death's door type thing. I hated those two episodes. They were really good though. Really good. The Steve Buscemi at the uh, cameo with the whole the how remember the party that freaky thing. I thought they were good. They were. I didn't. I didn't didn't like them. I'm not saying they're bad. Yeah. I mean, there was just a lot crammed in the Johnny Sack. In prison, the crying at the wedding. Oh my god! It was just like it was really, really good. I, I was, felt like this season. Yeah. I, a, I've forgotten all of that stuff. Yeah, and, because and it's so long ago. Yeah, no, because I hadn't. I, I remember the, the the rest of the show, and I couldn't stop watching it. 
there were a lot of good moments this year. There were things that I liked about it, but I didn't think cohesively there was an overall thing that they were going towards that I wanted to know what happened next. I did. I would well, that, see. That's, the th- that's one of the reasons why I love the show because it's brilliant. Is because it actually doesn't matter. Like it's not. Like I know that there's a purpose of telling a story and move forward, like you know, like Christopher with the movie stuff and well, all that kind of stuff. You know, but the thing is, is that it's what I find is really interesting is that they handle the gaps in time almost in real time on the show. Mm-hmm. So the same time has passed. It's not like there's a cliffhanger. We're waiting to see what happens next season. This is just like this is their life and this is what happens and we're yeah. just watching. And sometimes shit happens. Sometimes stuff doesn't. Sometimes storylines get left hanging because they drop it like it's hot on that show. Like right, but, some, but sometimes in life storylines hang. You never get resolution, or you never yeah. or something. You know, I mean, like it's very. But this isn't real you know, life. It's storytelling, it's and storytelling has to have a, an end. No, it doesn't have to. It does. I, don't, I don't believe it has to. Well, otherwise, I mean, you can watch. I mean, this is a, a, probably a philosophical yeah, difference, right, but you're yeah. watching a story. If you sure. go into anything that the 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 in comics or in film or documentaries, books or anything, it's a story, and a story has to have an ending. And I don't, I, I realize that there's a realistic life isn't really like this, but I'm not watching real life. I'm living real life. I have that right, for no, that. I, yeah. I want to watch a story that does a thing. Like it's kind of it's kind of like a fly, fly on the wall kind of. That's what I like about it is that like I'm not looking like I'm not looking for a resolution. I'm not. I just, looking, I'm just, not looking for Tony's redemption. You know what I mean? I don't, like, I'm not I'm either. Content. But I, 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 I like it's got to be building towards something. And in this season, I just didn't feel like it as much. I just didn't care as much. I had fun watching it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I yeah. had there was a lot of really good stuff that happened this year, but it did not have the energy that it, it used to have for me. This show had the best. Moment of the year, which was somebody punching out Lauren Bacall. That was, oh, that, that was, was really awesome! Good. That I was bet you they were lining up for miles in Hollywood to I'm do sure, play yeah. this. That was, yeah. that was really good. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a Sopranos expert because I came on. You late. came on late. Yeah. I watched the first three seasons of DVD, and I watched the last two seasons on television. I forgot. I was constantly explaining stuff for you. Like, um, I feel like it doesn't have the urgency the first three seasons had. Like the first well, that's three, part of the, the, the delays and all stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. The first, but yeah. I thought it, what Josh's point was it was more cohesive. I'd watch the DVDs and I would want to fly through them because you'd want to get to the next part, the next part, the next part. It's more meandering now. I don't necessarily need to see the next episode. I, I don't need to see Dr. Melfi at all. Anymore. Oh, well, yeah, she's well, off. The great thing about the Tony. DVDs, the great thing about the DVDs you is you can fast it. forward through the Dr. Melfi scenes. And I fast forward through just about every Dr. Melfi scene in the series. Tony. Um, it's still a good show. Yeah. Okay. However, well, ironically, what does it spawn this year? The greatest thing ever. Anytime anybody's trying to recommend anybody to do that, Chrissy comes up now. You should, you should, because of the greatest scene ever. You should do that. Isn't it the thing in one where, <laughs> where it's your wedding day? He has to do anything you want, and he's like, no, it's the other way around. You should tell him you don't want to do that thing. <laughs> but I will say, when 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 he got back on heroin, I was totally like, no, oh, yeah, yeah. he's an asshole. He's a horrible person. Yeah. I don't. I shouldn't want good things to happen to him. Right. And I don't want him to hook up with hot nurse Carol Hathaway. I don't no, want him. To, you know. Yeah. By the way, who? Speaking of, well, that's a good segue into ER. Thank you. Which I um, didn't do that on purpose. So now we're like, we're conflicted because Ron and I have been loyal ER viewers since, since was it high school. Uh, high school. Yeah. Luckily, you guys can talk about this, and it has absolutely nothing to do with where I am. And Josh has just this year watched the f- DVDs for the first four, three four seasons? seasons. Four seasons. I am so addicted to that show. Yeah, that's I, good. I, it's really good. I, and I have to say that is for me is the surprise of the year. Yeah, it is. And I would never in a million years have suspected that you would enjoy. I thought ER. you would have dismissed it purely because we liked it. No, 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 I thought it was too melodramatic for you. Yeah, no. It, it, no, it is, and I think that's the part of it that I don't like. I, I think that they got really... And I'm still with the first cast, basically. So, you know, I think that there was a charisma and a certain... Uh, melding of the first people who were on it, from George Clooney and, and Noah yeah. Wiley, and, and I just... Like, for whatever reason, their particular chemistry was really good. Now, they're not on it anymore, I so. want I want to be John Carter. 
Like he, that my model. Like I love. Him. I want to be Doug Ross more than no, you will more ever John know. Co- and you'll you'll get it as it goes longer because Carter stayed around. But. No, that's but fine. This is the first. He will never be Doug Ross is uh, is getting to be one of my favorite TV characters right. of all time for no reason. Yeah. Well, because Clooney's. <laughs> well, he's. he's yeah, how can I, you not? I, yeah. I, was, I, have a, I have a long-held non-sexual man crush on. Carter. But this is the first. Is, is this the first season without <laughs> any of the main cast? No, Laura Ennis. Well, well no, she, she's, she's not was, original. She's first season. She's no, first no, season. No, no, but she's not. She wasn't in the pilot. She wasn't in the pilot. No, she was jo- in the set. She was this is the first season without Carter, though, right? He was, in, he was in a couple episodes last season. Right, so this yes. is the first. He was a guest star last year. But he yeah. was in. He was well, his deal in. now is he can come back whenever he wants. Right. And talk about Dark. This is the first totally clean season for the original cast. Yeah. Ironically, this is probably the best the show's been in like four years. Yes. This, this year it's got a renaissance. And, and why? John Stamos. Who knew? Out of nowhere. Uncle Jesse? Who knew? Fantastic. Not just him. I mean, no, but they, they brought in some new people, but John Stamos yeah, seems been, to be the one that stirs the pot. It's year. been great. I, and I'm, 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 I'm quietly becoming a big Mackay Pfeiffer fan. Yeah. And, um, he passed and, me on the road one day in, yeah. a, in a Mercedes with giant chrome rims. Really? Did you sing? There's no Mackay Pfeiffer. I don't know what don't that means. Don't sing that's the Eminem, Oscar winning Eminem song. See, I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, I'm so but, out of um, touch. Um, it's, and, and like, you know what it is? Though? It's almost like they've thrown off the shackles yep. of the expectations from the original cast. It's like we don't care. And like, now it's yeah. like, like Abby's a great character. Yep. Ray's a great character. Kovac, Kovac is finally yep. becoming yep. not annoying. Yep. Uh, he was the, the uh, attempt to annoying. replace Doug Ross. Neil is still annoying. I love, I love Neela. Uh-huh. Um, Ray, uh, not Ray. Uh, what's Gates? Yeah, I mean they it's finally have a core of really good characters now, and, and you, you care about. Is them this again. show going to keep going? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Is so it going to be the show that wouldn't die? Like uh-huh. like in forty years, it's going to be cockroaches, ER, and The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> well because they just keep putting in new people. It's great. I mean, it's great. Um, it's it's I'm a crea- it's, it's shockingly creative renaissance this late in the season. Does it yeah. get bad? No, not yet. It was I'm not bad. asking you. I'm asking him. I don't trust your opinion on this. I don't. No, I mean like the actual show itself. Like, is there a point when the seasons like? The, oh, oh wait! In the, the the whole run of the season. Yeah. Oh yeah, there are some okay. low points. Oh no, no, yeah, I thought you meant this season. I'm oh, sorry. Right, okay, no, no, sorry. there are some low points. Yeah, there yeah, are yeah. some. Lo- there are some low points where you can tell that they don't. They, they don't. They're directionless, mm-hmm. and they're trying to try new things, but also stick to the same old things. They're trying to bring in template characters to, to this fill is, spots. This is going to be the green. This is going to be the Ross. This is going to be the Carol. We and can do that. like Connor says, it's like they finally broke off the shackles. Like mm-hmm. fuck it, we're going to do something. We're going to do whatever we want. And it, bring in totally new. It does get it does get down. It does go down. Before this season, probably the three previous seasons were very. Iffy. Have you has Corday popped up yet? Oh yeah. Okay, it gets she gets bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to ruin. I it I guess for she you, doesn't get deported because that's where she's kind of. No, unfortunately, I wish she had. In fact, I would have chipped into the INS to help that happen Oof. if she was real. Um, she got really annoying. After Oddly a while. enough, my wife just had a dream that I had had an affair with Corday and woke up mad at me. <laughs> nice. I don't even <laughs> like her. Yeah. I totally have a thing for uh, Maria Bello now, though. Oh yeah, that was good. That's short lived though. But I don't need you to tell me that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that. <laughs> no, at all. by short lived, I'm short lived. No, she wasn't. <laughs> I wish. Um, I w- oh, but if he gets to those episodes, oh, we need to talk before Kelly Martin when she comes on the show. Before you watch the episodes, we need to talk. But um, Rhea Bello, I meant short lived by like I wish she had stayed longer. Right. I mean, well, that yeah, happens. Yeah, People come exactly. on for a year and be gone. So um, moving on. Best hour of TV. Twenty four. Hands down. Hands down. This and, is your wire. Edge of the Seat. No, 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 no this is no. more of a popcorn roller coaster okay. ride. Yeah, show. like, like it's it, if you think about it, if you stop to think about the storyline, the holes are a mile wide. Yep. it doesn't make sense logically, but you you are strapped in for an hour and you're you're blown away, <laughs> and then the, then it's just all after, and just wanting to the next part. This past season was probably one, one of the best. Emmy for best pick, for best actor and best best drama this year. I mean, it was one of the best of the five years so far. It's been on. Oh, yeah. you, know, you know why I haven't watched this? Why? 
Because I was looking at my Netflix queue and I said, Connor, should I get the West Wing or should I get 24? And he looked at me and he went, you? West Wing. <laughs> I also have the 24 DVD if you want that. So. Season 1. But yeah, so do I. It, is, it is just... I do. It is just action-packed. It's just great. It's fantastic. Yeah, and Kiefer is the man. And I miss Tony on me. He's actually, he's actually good in it. He's great. He's fantastic. Yeah. And, and what's great, I mean, and the thing is, is that it's so much fun. Like, me and my dad talk about it all the time. Because it's, it's fun to poke holes in it. Yeah, we're both techies. And so, like, mm-hmm. we laugh about, like, the, 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 the obvious, you know, bending of the internet rules and, like, and stuff like that. Real-time, perfect-resolution satellite. Resolution satellite well, not, yeah, yeah, but not even that, but it's just, like, just, like, throwing around terms. Like, I'll open a socket for you. It's like, oh, come on, nobody says that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, like, but it's fantastic. It's, 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 it's totally popcorn. It's totally Yeah, you know, popcorn all the way, but it's yeah. fun, fun, fun Love popcorn. it. Love it. Connor's uh, email, more. I think you've changed it, but when I first got no, it, I it's still that. I don't even know what you you're When you get an email, it was Jack Bauer. Oh, it was Jack Bauer screaming. It's not that But, new. like, the yeah. thing is, it was, he was really screaming, and you had it really loud, so from anywhere in the house, you would just go, who are you working for? And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, it was really good. But, it scared um, me when I was alone in the apartment. But, and they are, the, if you ask me, the trendsetters in the start in January go straight yeah. through May. No they, breaks, no breaks. Because no the, first, the first year what was... What night? Monday night. Yeah, That's going to be a problem. Uh, that is going to be a problem, yeah, actually. Right. Yeah, because twenty four wins in that in that gamble. Yeah, it does. We'll figure it out. Um, well, it well, the reason Not why they, house. the reason Maybe why we'll... they did that was because the first two seasons, Kiefer Sutherland kept getting drunk, and <laughs> he, he I think he broke his, something the first. It was year. an alcohol related injury. Do you remember that? <laughs> and so then, with a show like twenty four, it matters to go consecutive, and that just yeah. blew it. So now they go consecutive. Yeah. So this well, was the end of Deadwood. I was so sad. Ah, too bad. At the end. You know what? You you. I know, I'm just a big cowboy, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't tell you I always knew what was going on on Deadwood. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, like, like that was a show from the very first episode, and, and a lot more in the middle of it, where you're watching it, and you're just like, wait, slow? <laughs> what happened? I remember I watched the first Yankee episode, one? and I was like, I don't know. Wh- I honestly Politics couldn't tell you. Yeah. Well, this, what this season brought to you, which was fantastic, was an evil Gerald McCraney. Evil and and I cannot see him as anything else. Because he's on the Jericho now or whatever. He's like major, major dad, dad. Yeah. Major dad. Simon, Simon. Simon. He's always like the upstanding guy. Yeah. He was an evil fuck in this show. Like he <laughs> was, he was just like he just exuded in his yeah. eyes and his actions. He grew like a shaggy beard and like yeah. he was bad. And he then, was but a they great they did villain. this thing where they flipped around where the show started. Now Swearingen is the bad guy. By the end, he's not the bad guy. He's not the good guy. He's not. It was just this. Everyone. Was you know what they had to do. You know I think what happened was. Season one, he's the bad guy. Season two, he was too much the good guy. Yeah. Season three, they had to remind you he's the bad guy. He just when he just callously cut that guy's throat. Yep. Very like. He, well, he had to kill one of the hookers. And he killed the he killed the hooker. Oh. Very also very callously, very coldly. This. Yeah. But the the one that got it was when he cut that guy's throat. That mm-hmm. was such a cringe-inducing scene. Yeah. That um, that show was very cringe-inducing, and the idea was to show you, you how know, awful how, the West was. Yeah. Well, really. how awful life probably was back then. Yeah. I I just remember. Uh, just it ending and just thinking, and the, I was so sad. Like it was, was sad, but I thought the, the, the last shot was fantastic. Well, the last, the, the show and Al, Al is the guy who is he runs the town. He's the de facto. He he runs the saloon and the, and the whorehouse. He's the de facto. He's the boss, Nass of the. T- Wait, no, that's wrong. <laughs> There's a mayor, but he's the de facto leader of the town okay. and the crime boss, sort of. And he's killed a lot of people, spilled a lot of blood. In the last <laughs> killed a lot of people, spilled a lot of blood. The last scene is. He kills this hooker in order to save. This, oh right, this woman. okay, I remember now. So he's got he's got to produce a body, so he just kills one of his hookers, just yeah. like because he no needs to, for somebody else to go away. He's got to give them a body. And the last scene is him on his hands and knees scrubbing away at the blood at the blood stain on the floor, and he can't get it out. 
Nice. And it's just it's it's kind of you know. No, but it, it was. It sounds more heavy handed than it is. It was it was a great. I mean, because yeah. he didn't think it was ending, so it just it yeah. pulled off, and he. Yeah, was, it, it uh, there was the one scene that really stood out for me this year was the fight. Yeah. Between Doherty and and uh, Major Dad's guy. <laughs> it was it was there was a fight that was basically the. The nastiest, most realistic, wet slapping two no, guys no punching each effects, other. No sound effects, no music, oh, really? no, uh, no, yeah. just, just raw, two guys just pounding two on each other. Yeah. Big burly men. Yeah, I mean, it was gr- like there was like an eyeball, an eyeball popped eyeball out. Rip- like, oh, and God. I don't mean to say that in a way like in a bad horror movie when an eyeball pops yeah. out. Like in a way that you you really literally look like you were looking at a medical show and you're like, oh, I don't want to look yeah. at that. What was the what what what, did, what show or movie did we see that had a really raw fight like that where we were like taken aback because it was so raw? Heroes. Was it Heroes? No. There was no music. What was it? Oh, damn, that's going to drive me crazy now. There's something where we talked about it. We're like, oh, there, there was like, it was very, it was kind of like the sex scene in Eight Mile when there was no music and it was just, anyway. So, anyway. Uh, the last show I just want to mention briefly, I think, I think, uh, it's Veronica Mars. I think it's got the relationship angle, high school, college stuff that Ron would like, and it's really smart crime. Um, so this is yeah. the best show that neither of us are watching. The best show that neither of you watch is Veronica Mars. Well, because if you and I were one combined being, yeah. so you could come to get like the Wonder Twins, then, <laughs> then you'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, I know you love the show, and That's you're, and you're glad that I, th- I, th- I thought it was toast when the when the CW thing happened. I, I thought too, it was going to get cut. So you think it's going to last the next season? The ratings are up. So okay, this is going to last the next season. Uh, if, if CW does, then yes. Yeah. There's well, no, there's no guarantee well, that network will last. Yeah. Well, let's hope they end Smallville. Oh, yeah. Smallville's been great this year. We didn't but, even mention Smallville. Well, now I'm mentioning it. It's Smallville, been, like ER, has a creative reticence. But it's got to end. It's got to be the last season. The last season. Yeah, yeah. Although I'm psyched for the Justice League. They've episode. lost all their talent, haven't they? No. Everybody's no. You know what? They haven't lost their talent. They lost all the comic book people I know who worked on it. They lost Jeff Loeb and Mark Verheiden and oh, right, yeah. someone but else. The only actor they lost was, um, was uh, Pete Bowling. When I say Bo talent, Duke. I'm talking about writers every time. Yeah, yeah. And they lost Sam Jones 3, who's now in ER, and he's gay. Yes. um, All right, wow, we've been talking for a long time. And before we move on, let's take a little break. listening to part one of ifanboy.com's 2006 year-end media wrap-up. Be sure to come back on Wednesday, January 3rd and download part two where we talk about IPTV, music, and comics. So until then...